I want to know, and and maybe we're not going to shout this out because it could get, could, we've got kids in the room, but I'd be interested to know what's the strangest place you've ever found yourself? What's the weirdest place? You're like, how did I get here? If anyone's, maybe you want to say someone, maybe whisper to someone next to you if, you, if something comes to mind, or it's like, that was, uh, how did I get here? Anyone got anything top of your head? <laughs> There's some stories in the room. I can see a couple of stories in the room. I've had a bit of extra time to think about this. I had a few, I've had a few moments where I've just gone, how did I get here? One time I found myself in a Satanist nightclub in uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. That was interesting. Another time I found myself uh, in this very wealthy Filipino guy's house in the Philippines. He turns out he owned all the copper mines around the place. So I was sitting there in his private nightclub while a Beatles covers band played for me and my four friends. That was interesting. Uh, another time I found myself in this uh, private army sort of headquarters in Bolivia on my own. That was fun. But probably the weirdest place I've ever been was the Hereford Cattle Breeders Association's annual conference as a guest speaker, the keynote speaker. <laughs> that was literally one of those moments like, how on earth did I get here? Uh, and we can tell, the, and there's actually a few more that aren't friendly, uh, kid-friendly stories, but anyway, we'll talk about them later if you want to ask me about the really random places I've found myself. The amazing thing is that God himself found himself in the most random of places. It's very hard for us to imagine how crazy it is that God himself chose to be born where he was born. It's insane. Like, it's like the queen deciding to turn up to a pub in Shannon, or even worse, Palmerston North. It's like, you know, how does that happen where someone of such royalty could find themselves in such a horrific place? And this is where Jesus turns up in literally the Shannon of Israel. It's just that, like, I lived in Shannon, so if everyone's wondering, like, you know, he's picking on Shannon, I grew up there. This is, I'm a product of Shannon, which again makes a whole lot of sense for some people. But like, how did Jesus get born in that place? It's incredible. And here's the thing. When God came to visit us, He didn't come into some palace. He didn't turn up on some fancy chariot. He came into the reality of our world. And He came into the nitty gritty of it. You know, there were probably more animal witnesses to Jesus' birth than human. That's insane. I said this last week. There was a lot of poop floating around uh, when Jesus was born. The other guys that turn up aren't exactly like the dignitaries of the time. You've got shepherds. Shepherds are like gang members of our day. They are like hardcore. They're not like the classic shepherds we think of now. It's like, that's not the shepherds we're talking about. We're in gumboots and one. These are hardcore gangster types. These are the sort of people that are shepherds. And then you've got foreign astrologers <laughs> who drop by to visit Jesus. These guys were considered completely unclean by the Jews of the day. God chooses the most unlikely places to dwell. And that's good news if you feel like you're sort of some unlikely person yourself. 
Most of us, as Jesus turned up in our world, would consider ourselves pretty unlikely that the God of the universe, the Lord of love, would turn up and reside here. That's exactly what he loves doing. It's exactly what he loves doing. What's his motivation for all of this? Well, the kids beautifully told us in that lovely little play. Why did he do this? It was purely because of love. He loves us. He loves us. John 3.16, the most famous uh, verse in all of the Bible that my son Eli mentioned, for God so loved the world. He loved the world, and that's why his son came into the world. His motivation was love. To be born in incredible humility and vulnerability, his motivation was love. He uh, came because he loves us. He died because he loves us. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And he rose again that we would discover the rich, deep, abundant life that's found in the way of Jesus. It's incredible. And you know, I just love the thought that God was stoked as he did it all. He was just stoked. He was like, he wasn't like, oh, no, I've got to sort out this giant mess, you know, what Muppets, you know. So no, he just looked with love upon this world that he created, and he was like, oh, this is good, let's go. It's time to go. And you know, uh, kids, you might not believe me, but parents know this is true. It's actually more fun to give presents than to get them. Now, no kids, you're like, you're going too far. No, no, mate, we'll talk about that later. Now, we're not going to go into the Santa thing and all the rest of it. I'm just saying, hypothetically, parents love giving presents on birthdays and other such occasions, okay? (laughs) Creaky ice here. We love giving presents, and it's such a joy. And God loves turning up in our lives and blessing us and blessing us and blessing us and blessing us. And and I've said this many times to our adults and kids, it's great that you're in with us today. Here's the three things, the gifts that God loves giving us the most. Firstly, He loves giving us His peace. And that's available to everyone. We've been talking about this in Boring Adult Church recently. Secondly, He loves giving joy. You know, this is a joyful time. And I know it's been a stressful year and all the rest of it, but sometimes the Bible calls us to defiant joy, where it's like, I don't care what's happening in my life, I'm still going to celebrate anyway. And so we're coming into a season of great joy. And I would encourage you to suck the life out of it and have as much fun as you can and play silly games and down trail someone or do something as a bit random because we're all about the joy this time. That was not for the Harvey boys. You're not allowed to do that. Do the manus in the pool, do what it's about. We have an annual Nerf gun fight with my in-laws who are here. It's just about a lot of fun. And so we had our um, my brother's wedding yesterday. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a wedding feast. It's, we just laughed literally till we cried. That's the way it's meant to be. And when you hang out with Jesus, if you continue to stay close to him, he'll keep giving you the gift of joy. But supremely the gift that he loves giving every person is love. And you know, that's his desire is that every person would feel special, would feel so loved. Doesn't matter what your friends at school say, it doesn't matter what else your workmates say or anything like that. When you start letting that sink into your heart, it's the most beautiful gift you could ever receive. The God of the universe rejoices over you with singing, it says in Zephaniah 3.17. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. And that's the gift that we can all receive uh, this Christmas. So, kids, 
what we're going to do as we come into land this morning is we're going to practice this little thing of that it's better to give than to receive. <laughs> that was Judah, my son. <laughs> How disappointing. <laughs> but fret not, the chocolates you're going to give out, we have made sure that there's enough that you'll also get maybe some chocolates, maybe, uh, at the end if you behave yourself between now and then. So what we're going to do as we finish is we're going to sing Joy to the World and we're going to invite all the Bay Kids to come up and to get some chocolates, get a whole handful of chocolates, and your job is to hand them out to the adults and say, Merry Christmas, and then give them a down, no, don't give them a down, no, and then uh, give them a little hug or a little uh, fist bump or whatever, okay? And then we'll see how we're going at the end. If there's some left over, you may receive a chocolate. We'll see how it goes. Let's stand together. We're going to sing Joy to the World, and the kids are going to hand out some chocolates. And we're going to party. And then at the end of the song, we're going to announce the winners of our best dress.